0: It's March 19th, 2021, and this is episode 284. You are invited to join me and my dear friend and longtime co-host, Rebecca Hoffer of SimplyRebecca.com, as we let you in on some of the small hacks that really made a big impact on the level of awesomeness in our lives. And we have tons more hacks from our awesome community to share with you as well. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, awesomes, to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. We hope that you know that you have found your way to the most awesome community of women that exists on the internet. And you can find our community all over the place on YouTube and on TikTok. Of course, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Basically, if there's amazing women gathering there, you're going to find Sorta Awesome there too. So if you have found your way here from social media, from our daily podcast, Awesome Today, maybe a friend who loves you very much told you about Sorta Awesome. We are so glad that you're here with us. This week, Rebecca, hello and how are you? Hi, I'm happy to be here. I'm so thrilled that you are here because the whole idea, the mission, the whole dream behind this episode for little hacks that we can incorporate into our lives that actually make life so much easier in so many ways. This came from you. This was your brain child. Is that a thing? Why did I want to say brain child? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Wait, is that a saying? I don't know. I can't remember.
0: Basically, what I want everyone to know is that Rebecca has been doing this incredible series on her Instagram, on her personal Instagram. I've been following along. I know tons of you all have been as well. But Rebecca, this has been so fun to collect all of these little hacks from people. And you're kind of the reigning queen here, I feel like, of these fun hacks.
1: Well, thank you, Meg. That is quite the compliment. And I'm looking forward to digging into
0: this episode. Yes, we have so much good stuff to share with you guys. We have hacks that have to do with just like kitchen things, cooking hacks, parenting hacks, marriage hacks, health and beauty, all kinds of stuff that we have packed into this episode, not just for me and Rebecca, but you guys, the awesome showed up in a big way with all of their hacks. We have so much good stuff to share. We're going to get to all of that in just a few minutes, but first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do, Rebecca, with our Awesomes of the Week. It's the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is awesome in life right now, whether it is a book or a TV show, movie, podcast, product, whatever the thing is that's making life more happy right now. Rebecca, what do you have for us this week?
1: I am bringing a book. And this will surprise no one. It is a
0: romance novel. (laughs) Another romance recommendation. Rebecca's Romance Recommendations. (laughs) Exclusively on Sorta Awesome. Pretty
1: much. (laughs) Pretty much. You know, if you haven't heard, I really fell into a deep hole of just being obsessed with reading romance novels in 2020. It was the escape that I needed. And I'm continuing that. And I am bringing a book that should appeal to a wide audience. It is I've Got Your Number by Sophie Kinsella. She is a British author. She has written a lot of books. This one came out in 2017. So you should have no trouble finding it at your library or wherever you get your books. And it is so fun, so quirky and funny and it is really really sweet. So when we talk about romance novels, there's kind of some different ways that you can describe you know how spicy things tend to get yes. in books, right? There's uh-huh. like a wide variety of spiciness. And what here sort of awesome, what we tend to go by is would you consider the book to be closed door or open door? Mhm. Open door meaning that the reader is brought into the bedroom for all of the intimate details that are taking place. And closed door, meaning that the bulk of the spice takes place off the page. Yes. Behind closed doors, yes. right? mm mm-hmm. So this book is 100% closed door. As a matter of fact, there is zero sex in this book. Oh, okay. This is a book that you could read it with your teenage daughters. It's just fun. And I think when it comes to happily ever after romances, there's always some level of predictability. But this book surprised me so many times. I really loved it. So here's the story. Let me lay it out for you. Our protagonist, her name is Poppy, and she's engaged to the ideal man, Magnus. He's handsome. He's incredibly smart. He's very well off. And she's at an event at a hotel where she loses her engagement ring. While she's looking for the ring, her phone is stolen from her. So now she's really freaking out because yeah. she just gave her phone number to the hotel staff to notify her if they find her ring. She's like mostly concerned about the ring, sure. right? So not having the phone, that's an annoyance. But she's panicked about the ring because it happens to be a family heirloom, of course. Of course right? it does, yes. So she's really freaked out about not having the phone number that the staff can reach her at. And while she's kind of pacing the lobby, trying to figure out what to do, she happens to look into a trash bin and see that there's a phone that's been discarded into the trash. Hmm. So she picks it up. Uh She decides, okay, I'm claiming this phone. This is now my new phone. And she gives this number then to the hotel staff. In the meanwhile, the owner of the phone calls the phone and is like, I'm sorry, what are you doing with this phone? His name is Sam. Stay with me, Meg. I can tell the This is a lot, right? This all happens like in the first chapter. Yeah, it's like a lot of setting the stage. So Sam's assistant quits on him, like unexpectedly, throws her phone and her ID into the trash, and Sam is now left without an assistant. Poppy has stolen his assistant's phone. She says, "No, I'm just borrowing it. I just need it in case the hotel staff find my ring." So they come to this agreement that. She'll forward him any messages that he might need if she can please just keep a hold of his phone for a few days while until she's able to get a replacement, until she's able to find her ring. That's when, of course, the relationship starts to build that kind of have an unexpected effect on each other's personal lives and work lives. And it just (laughs) is just really a sweet, adorable, quirky, funny story. That truly did surprise me again and again.
0: Oh, I love that. And you've been reading so much romance lately that if you are finding yourself surprised at some of the turns that the story takes, then I'm guessing it's really well written.
1: Yes. Yes. It's very well written. I highly recommend it. So again, a lot happens in that first chapter to kind of set the stage for why does she have this stranger's phone and why are they talking to each other? But the rest of the book is just smooth sailing of fun and lightheartedness. The book, again, is called I've Got Your Number by Sophie Kinsella.
0: Loving it. That sounds so cute. We will put a link in the show notes if you are needing a new reading recommendation. It sounds like a great one to check out. I am so excited about my Awesome of the Week this week because I have found a great drugstore dupe for one of my favorite beauty products. So oh, fantastic. I, yes. I love finding a drugstore dupe. Just, to me, it just feels like I'm like cheating the system, but in a good and happy way. If I can find something <laughs> at CVS <laughs> that's a little less money, but does the same thing as something I love. So I have mentioned on Sort of Awesome Numerous Times that my One True Way Mascara, my Ride or Die, my Holy Grail is from Thrive Cosmetics. It is their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. I love that mascara. Hands down, best one I've ever used. It's one of those tubing mascaras and it goes on really easily. The main thing that I love about liquid lash extensions is, Rebecca, you may have noticed, I my eyes get a little squinty when I smile. That happens often during the day. And if I'm not wearing just the right kind of mascara, by the end of the day, I have total raccoon eyes just from how much my upper lashes have hit under my lower lashes from smiling and talking and living life all day. So when I found the one from the mascara from Thrive Cosmetics, I was like, I will never wear another mascara again. I love it so much. And I've been wearing it for a long time. Well, the tricky part for me about it, first of all, it is $24, which for some people that is not how much they want to pay for mascara, but also you can only get it from Thrive Cosmetics. So if you're like me and you just keep thinking, I need to order more, I need to order more. And then you just like sort of never get around to ordering more (laughs) and you need to pop into the drugstore. It's like, what do you do? So I did a little digging before a CVS trip recently, and I found a list of other like drugstore, kind of this tubing mascara where it goes on, it creates tubes on your lashes. It's like Most of them, for me, they're less clumpy, but the main thing is that it doesn't get the raccoon eye smear. So the one I picked up and what my Awesome of the Week is this week is from Maybelline and it's called Snapscara. And I am obsessed with this because it was like $8 at CVS. So Mm, about a third of the price. Yeah, about a third of the price of my favorite mascara from Thrive. And I can literally just go down the street and pick it up whenever I want to. So it is a similar concept to the liquid lashing extensions. It goes on so easily. I will say one caveat off the top. Some people like to when they're putting their mascara on, some people like to layer. So they'll like put on one coat, kind of let it dry, whatever. If they don't like or if they want to add a little more, they'll go back in and layer some on top. I want to tell you from the top, snapscara is not for layering. Like you put it on and however it goes on. <laughs> after that first coat, that's it. Now you don't need a lot of coats of it because it's really thick. It goes on very bold. I'm not wearing any right now. So you can't experience it alongside me right now, Rebecca, but it goes on. And once it sets, that's it. That's it for the day. But I've been wearing upper lashes, lower lashes. I have no raccoon eye by the end of the day. Plus I got the just like plain black one, but the SnapScare line from Maybelline also has a lot of other fun colors. Like they have a violet. They have a black cherry. They've got a dark blue. So if you want to have a little fun with your mascara, add a little pop of color to your eye color. They do have different colors, but I'm absolutely obsessed with this. It washes off at the end of the day with my usual face wash at the end of the day. So that hasn't been a problem. I think you get a ton of color payoff. You get really defined lashes. And again, it's like $8 at CVS. It's even less on Amazon if you're an Amazon shopper. So yeah, Snapscara from Maybelline. I'm totally digging it this week. I'm so happy to have found it.
1: Nice. I'll have to give that one a try.
0: So great. So great. Let me know if you do. And I'll put a link in the show notes for this Snapscara as well. So those are the awesomes of the week from us this week. Of course, we want to know what's awesome in your life. So come and find us on social media where we talk about Awesome of the Week every Friday. You can find us over on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. We have all kinds of fun things going on over there, sharing pictures and stories and reels, all kinds of awesomeness on Instagram for you at Sorta Awesome Show. And or do all of the things. Join us at all of the places. Come over to Facebook and join us in our Facebook community. It is the best place on the entire internet and definitely the best place on Facebook. If you don't mind my saying, come over and join us at facebook.com group slash sort of awesome hangout where we talk about awesome of the week, but all kinds of great life awesomeness throughout the week over there. So Rebecca and I have all kinds of hack goodness, the best kind of hacks, the small hacks that make a big impact on your life. We're going to get to all of that when we come right back. Hey friends, you know, here at Sorta Awesome, we are all about the latest little discovery that can change your life in big ways. I have to tell you, one of my favorite discoveries from the past year is Best Fiends. Honestly, I'm not one to put games on my phone. I've definitely never considered myself a gamer before, but Best Fiends is so much fun. I honestly cannot put it down. And the thing I love about it the most is, unlike some mobile games, Best Fiends is not stressful at all. In fact, it totally helps me to de-stress, something I know we all need a little more of these days. Best Fiends has a world full of lovable characters, there are thousands of levels, and more content that gets added all the time. I find myself checking in often and making sure I've gotten the latest updates. So yeah, there's literally thousands of levels to play and counting, plus tons of cute characters to collect. So if you never get tired of solving puzzles, good news, because with Best Fiends, the fun never ends. Just don't blame us if you get slightly obsessed. So go download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. All right, Awesomes, if you are like the millions of Americans who want to eat healthier this year, you're probably buying more fruits and vegetables and then forgetting to eat them and throwing half of them away when they go bad. And that's why you guys are going to love Kinko. Kinko makes seriously nutritious smoothies for seriously busy people. Expensive store-bought smoothies tend to be packed with sugar and calories and fresh pressed juices have way less fiber. Kinko's breakfast smoothies are only made from organic whole fruits and vegetables. They are flash frozen and slow dried to lock in all that fiber and nutrient goodness. Nothing is added and no fiber is taken out. Kinko smoothies are supremely easy to make. You don't need a blender, a juicer, or even your kitchen. You pour the Kinko packet into water or your favorite milk. You shake it up and then you're ready to take on the day. Go to Kinko.com, take their quick nutrition quiz and fill out your flexible monthly order with your choice of 15 functional flavors that match your goals and tastes. Each Kinko smoothie costs less than three bucks and packs half the daily fruits and vegetables you need to reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and some cancers. I love that Kinko smoothies are designed to address specific health goals like healthy skin, athletic performance, mental clarity. That's why I super love the Crimson Smoothie. It's made with acai, banana, strawberry, mango, cinnamon, and chia seeds. It's kind of like a caffeine-free brain boost to start the day. So awesome. Start creating healthy habits right now. Go to kenco.com slash awesome, pick out your flexible monthly plan, and the first 100 listeners will get 25% off of your first order. That's kenko.com slash awesome and get 25% off, but only if you're one of the first 100. You love Sorta Awesome, we love you, so you get this special deal. 25% off for the first 100 listeners at kenco.com slash awesome. Okay, Rebecca, like I said, at the top of the show, this was really inspired by a project that you took up on your personal Instagram. Remind the people where we can find you on your Instagram. Well, you can find me at simply Rebecca. Yes. And so you are always, I love your Instagram because it is a perfect blend of sharing little peeks behind the scene of your life. I feel like if I walked into your kitchen, which I have never been to your home, We've never (laughs) been in the same room, let alone have I ever been to your home.
1: Okay, wait, say that again, because there's people who they're going to be shocked, even though this is well-established. Not everybody's aware. Not everybody knows. It's true. Meg and I have never met in person. Never. Also, I've never met Kelly.
0: Yep. It's true.
1: I never met Laura Tremaine when she was on the show.
0: It's true. It's crazy to think about. <laughs> Rebecca Hoffer is one of my dearest friends. We've been working so closely, sharing life over the miles virtually for years now, but we've never breathed the same air. And I've certainly never been to your house. But I will say, I feel like if I walked into your house, I would totally know where like everything in your kitchen is (laughs) because I've watched you clean your kitchen so many times on camera. You have showed us how you organize cabinets. Like, I feel like I could just like fit right into your house because you share so much good stuff from your family life, but also like practical stuff on your Instagram. So anyway, you came up with this little series, Small Hack, Big Impact. Tell us a little bit more about the inspiration behind that.
1: Oh my goodness, Meg, you're so sweet. That's really kind of you to say. So... I have some real close friends that we chat on Boxer all the time. And one of them was sharing with me how she organizes her measuring spoons. Hmm. And she told me that she puts that she keeps them like in a jar and that ever since keeping them in this jar kind of separate from this other chaos of her utensils, it's made it so much easier for her to grab them. And I thought to myself, I am doing that right now. And I did it. And it really like transformed because I don't have any dividers in my Mm. drawer that had all my stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that also would be a good solution. But I tried this jar method and it worked out so well. Months later, I went back and I said that hack about the measuring spoons was so helpful to me. And this hack was really helpful that we had shared with each other and this one. And I said to myself, I, you know what? I should do a whole series (laughs) on Instagram sharing these small little hacks. And then I decided to go with it. So I did this mostly, I did this in December for two weeks. I ran this series called Small Hack, Big Impact in December, where every weekday I shared a small hack that has the potential to make a big impact. And I invited other people on Instagram, either bloggers or podcasters, or just, you know, just regular old people To share their own hacks using that hashtag. And then I reshared some of my favorites. And so you can go back and look at the hashtag, hashtag small hack big impact and see everything there. You can follow me on Instagram. But we're gonna share some of those hacks here. And it's been fun to even kind of continue to sprinkle in some small hack, big impact tips in my Instagram stories. That's where I do the most of my Instagram work. And it's just been a lot of fun to see what people have to share.
0: I love that so much. And I'm going to give you guys a bonus hack right now. <laughs> I just thought of when you were telling the measuring spoon story. And then I think this is such a great example of how like the smallest change can make life so much easier. And you don't even realize it, especially like until you do it. But so we have a really deep drawer for our kitchen, like measuring cups and utensils. I mean, it's so deep that we put like our cutting boards and stuff in there. Well, you can imagine that with all of that stuff in there, measuring spoons get lost so easily. So I put command hooks on the inside of that drawer, and then we just hang our little measuring spoon sets off to the side. And that has been a great solution too.
1: Nice. Nice. Yes. Sometimes you just need to separate things from the herd. And it's so much easier than to manage it
0: all. (laughs) Absolutely so true. Okay, so what Rebecca and I have done is we just like thought about our life. What are the little hacks that we've put in place? Again, we are not talking anything that's gonna take you like a week to set up a new system that you have to build. We are talking literally small hacks that just make so much difference in your day-to-day life. So Rebecca and I have come up with a list of three from our lives. Each of us were sharing three, but then also we asked the awesomes as we are prone to do, and they gave us some good stuff, you guys. So Rebecca, why don't you kick us off with your first small hack that had a big impact?
1: Okay, so this first one is the one during my series that people were the most excited to try themselves. Okay. So this is the one where people are like, ooh, I am buying that right now because I want to do this. And that is using an over-the-door shoe organizer for things besides shoes. Okay. So I have one of these for seasonal items like sunglasses, goggles, mittens, and hats. You know, things that the kids are always asking for and can't seem to keep track of themselves. I have this hanging on a door that goes down to our basement. Because we don't have a coat closet. Right. And so it's hard to keep track of these things. We don't have a good space for these things. But then you can open the door and you can see everything because it's clear little cubbies on this little pocket organizer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pockets. That's the word. And so the kids can easily see what they're looking for. I can easily see what they're looking for. Everything has a home. You could even do this if you do have a coat closet. It's great for those like just those small things that you just don't know where to put. Mm -hmm. You can swap things out seasonally if you want to store flip flops in there, or you can just, you know, keep all your little knickknacks in there. We also keep sparklers in ours, which like 4th of July
0: sparklers. I mean, I don't know why, but we do. (laughs) You never know, Rebecca, you never know when you're going to need a sparkler for any occasion. Why wait until the 4th of July And if you have them in your shoe bag (laughs) organizer thingy on your basement door, there you go. Sparkle at your fingertips. That's brilliant. Okay.
1: You know, one time I did sparklers with Noah when he was really little. I was like, I'm going to be a fun mom. I'm going to do sparklers in November. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, there's like actually a lot of dead leaves
0: around. This is not a wise choice. (laughs) Yes. That is so smart. I actually have seen somebody on one of those like sort of BuzzFeed lists where it's like life hacks you never thought of. Somebody had taken one of those shoe organizers with the plastic pockets and like they put it in their utility room and all of their cleaning supplies were in that. Just like right there. I mean, our cleaning supply cabinet is always bonkers. People knock things over. It's completely unorganized. Honestly, I was like, that is so smart. We're like you. We don't have a coat closet. We have a basement door and the basement goes down to where our laundry stuff is. That's like the only place I could think of to put it. But just to have everything right there, especially if your kids are old enough to help with chores, then they know exactly where to go to get the Windex, use it exactly where to take it back to. So I thought that was so smart too. That is really smart. And I actually, I
1: have one other place where I use this over the door shoe organizer that is Perhaps pretty unexpected. And that is in the bathroom hanging on the shower curtain rod. Oh, okay. So I have a fabric curtain and I have a plastic liner. Mm -hmm. And I put the shoe organizer in between the two. So the fabric curtain hides all the clutter that you don't see it. Yes. But then the plastic protects it from the water. So it's not getting wet. Yeah. And this is what I use. I hold uh, like washcloths and razors. My daughter's headbands and hair ties, nail polish and, you know, other nail trimming supplies, things like that. I use it for things. It's like storage for when we're out of the shower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not using it for like shampoo storage,
0: things that we need to access when we're in the shower. Okay. I'm using it for when we're out of the shower. So you're saying that like it's facing out towards the bathroom, but it's behind the fabric curtain. Exactly. So it's not like looking all cluttered or whatever. But if you just need to, like right. you said, Grace needs a headband, she can reach in and get a headband kind of thing. Exactly. Because okay. the
1: thing with our house, again, is we only have one full bathroom mm-hmm. and there's not that much storage in there. We yeah. don't have a linen closet. Mm-hmm. So we're limited into where we can put things. So we have a tension rod that we use for our shower curtain. So I am very careful with the weight of things that I put in there. But if you had a shower curtain that is like screwed into the wall, I mean, why not put your hair dryer in there? Yeah. Why not put extra shampoo in there? Like uh, things that are heavy,
0: it doesn't matter. Hmm. That's so smart. I'm loving it. That is so clever. And it's such an easy way to stay organized. So love that. And yes, you and I both are sharing that hashtag old house life. Uh, Both of us live at old houses, we know the shared pain of never enough storage, never enough outlets, definitely not enough closets or closet space. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Kyle and I often dream of like someday when we have brand new construction house. (laughs) Okay, well, since you shared about that, I'm going to go ahead and pull one from my list, one of my small hacks that has to do with bathroom stuff, since we're talking about that and about like just you're getting ready routines, that kind of bathroom stuff, not the other kind of bathroom stuff. (laughs) Although I'm sure we could all use some hacks for (laughs) for that. (laughs) So this one has been revolutionary to me. This one does have to do with a specific product and it's a wet brush that I use to brush out my hair thoroughly in the shower while my hair is wet. So Rebecca, something else that you and I share is we both do you know, kind of an adaptation of curly girl method. Both of us have naturally curly and wavy hair. We did a whole special extra awesome a while back about learning all things curly girl. Well, if you are a person with curly hair and you really are trying to live that curly girl life, you know that you don't usually brush your hair out, honestly, in between washings. It wrecks your curls. It wrecks the wave pattern, all the things. And plus it just frizzes up, honestly. (laughs) It's not a good look. It's not a good look. And so my hair is so fine though, that without kind of regularly getting in and really brushing, I get tangles so easily. I wash my hair twice a week to do the whole routine with everything. But I was having so much of a struggle with tangles until the wet brush came into my life. It's like a specific brand. I don't understand how it works, Rebecca. It is like magic. Fairies have enchanted this brush, I guess, is the only reasonable explanation. Obviously. Obviously, (laughs) for how my hair can be pretty snarled. I'm using understatement here, you guys. You would probably be floored to know how to take of my hair.
1: I can relate. It's a curly girl thing, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) But what I do is I go ahead and shampoo And then I will just like coat my hair in conditioner, let it sit for a little while while I, you know, finish bathing, shave, all the things. But before I rinse the conditioner on my hair, I will grab that wet brush and just go to work, detangling my hair with it. It makes the hugest difference for me. And then when I get out, my hair is so tangle-free. And so I'm gonna give you a little bonus hack too. And I did talk about this when we did our Curly Girl episode, but it has been a minute since we did that. So my bonus hack of Curly Girl specific Life is, if you're going to put gel on your hair, put it on your hair when your hair is sopping wet. There's something about hair gel that really likes and interacts really well with your hair when it's wet. I mean, do not put a towel to it when it's still sopping wet. Get your gel. Some gels you just need a little bit. Some you're going to use a whole big glob of it. Put it in while it's sopping wet. And then, you know, if you're going to use a microfiber towel or a t-shirt, whatever, After that, to deal with your sopping wet hair, that's fine. But when you put it in your hair, when it's still wet, the gel, like somehow it helps you to form those curl clumps that all of us who do curly girl, we want to have those curl clumps. We want them to dry in the curl clumps. And I a couple of times just tried experimenting with drying my hair out just a little bit with a towel before putting my gel in, and it was a disaster. So bonus hack, if you, or if you have a child who has the curlies going on, those are my two things for you. Brush your hair out with a wet brush when it's wet and put your gel in when it's sopping wet.
1: You know, one of the number one questions I get from people whenever I talk about curly hair stuff on Instagram is a follow-up question is, what do you do about the tangles? My daughter has curly hair, she's little, and the tangles are just so bad. And no mom seems to appreciate my method of just don't just ignore them. Like, like, stop trying to run your fingers through her hair. Just like, let it go. Uh, Shockingly, they don't seem (laughs) satisfied with that answer. So so I'll have to remember (laughs) to recommend the wet brush. Yeah. Because you feel like it does an even better job than when you were finger
0: detangling your hair. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is a miracle worker. So all right, what else do you have in your list?
1: Okay, so my next one is one that people did not believe, okay? I posted about this on the internet. I did a full demonstration and people said, no, I, this can't be true. I'm okay. like, look, I just did it. I did a video demonstration. Yeah. They're like, no, no, I don't believe you. <laughs> so that is how to soften butter in the microwave. Okay. So let's say you're baking. Okay. Mm-hmm. And shoot, you forgot to soften the butter. What do you all the do? time, yeah. Well, you know, I heard one woman say that she sticks the butter under her armpit
0: for a while. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Or maybe you could just like slide it down in the front of your bra. Yeah, it's nice and warm in there. Go. Soften it right up.
1: <laughs> well, if you're not interested in using a body part, <laughs> another option... <laughs> You leave it in the wrapper. Now, this can't be a foil wrapper because we're going to put it in the microwave. Some butter has like a foil paper sure. on it, right? <laughs> like don't, yeah. don't use that. Okay. But if it has a paper wrapper on it, you put it in the microwave and you set it up on end so mm. it's sticking up. Okay. And then you microwave it for 10 seconds. Okay. If necessary, flip it and repeat it. And then you have perfectly softened butter.
0: Nice. Did somebody teach this
1: to you or did you just like figure it out because you're a genius? (laughs) Well, clearly I'm a genius. But no, I just saw it somewhere. I have no idea where. I'd love to give credit, but I have no idea where I saw this. But it really, truly works. Now, somebody very specifically called me up because everybody said, no, I don't believe you. It's going to explode. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, well, look, I just did it on like live, practically live camera. It did not explode. And they're like, I do not believe you. So somebody asked me, well, what's the wattage of your microwave? And I thought to myself, you know what? That might be a good question. This is a little bit of an older microwave. It was a hand-me-down. Well, it turns out my microwave wattage is really low. (laughs) Oh, interesting. (laughs) So maybe the first time you do it, start with five seconds. Okay, yes. But the bottom line is is it still works. It does. It truly does work. People don't believe me, but... It works, and it will save you from needing to stick butter in your armpit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some people might like that, though, Rebecca. You never know.
1: (laughs) Oh, my word. On The Bachelor this week, Meg? They did a Pennsylvania Dutch-inspired spa day, which that alone, that (laughs) sentence alone. It's like a vegan-inspired barbecue. Trust me, Uh this is not a thing. They rubbed each other down with butter. Oh, my. Well, I guess that could be sexy. (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sexy and Pennsylvania Dutch don't necessarily go together.
0: (laughs) Just putting that out there. That is so awesome. Okay. Well, the next one I'm going to talk about is one that you actually reminded me of. We've been doing this for so long that I forgot this could be a hack for some people. This has to do with our sock and shoe storage for kids. Honestly, Kyle and I do this too. So the first thing to know about me is that I hate socks. I hate them. I hate wearing them personally, although they are a necessity, obviously, in cold weather. But my heart just like thrills at the moment that spring arrives and I can go back to wearing sandals and flip-flops. I also super hate when I have five kids keeping track of socks for everybody. So years ago, I came up with the idea of keeping everybody's socks. I just throw them into one place. You guys, I don't even pair them up anymore. My bigger kids are eight and up. I'm like, if you guys can't figure out what socks go together by now, We got bigger problems than socks to work out now. Oh my goodness, Meg. I know. living on the edge. (laughs) We're living crazy over here. (laughs) When Nico went to daycare, I got him a huge bag of socks. They're all black that have little white skid things on the bottom. Like they're skid proof. You know what I mean? I got a huge bag of them on Amazon. Even Nico, my one-year-old, when it's time to put socks and shoes on, we call it the sock drawer. It's the bottom drawer of an ancient armoire that we've had It's older than Daisy, and it's, I mean, it's like an antique piece, but we've had it since before Daisy was born. It's the bottom drawer of that. Literally when socks come out of the laundry, everybody just throws all the clean socks go in there. This armoire is by our front door, by the way. This is the second part of this solution is we have a two-story house. All the bedrooms are upstairs. I would get so annoyed with my children. Again, this was years ago when they were all younger, but it would be time to go. And they'd be like, uh, with socks and shoes. I don't know. Like there'd be, you know, tromping back up the stairs, digging around in their drawers, trying to find socks. Where are my shoes? So I just consolidated it all into the sock and shoe zone. And Rebecca, I gave myself an upgrade this year. I haven't even talked about this on the show. It should have been my awesome of the week. On Wayfair, they have furniture pieces that look like little tables or whatever, but they're shoe storage. I will put a picture of ours on our social media. This has been one of the best discoveries of the past year for me. I set up a little zone with our coat tree because again, no coat closet. So we have our coat tree. I had this piece from Wayfair that is a shoe storage cabinet. And then right next to it is the armor with the sock drawer. Everybody knows their shoes go into the shoe cabinet. Everybody knows that their coats during you know cold weather go onto the coat tree. Oh my gosh, Rebecca it has brought so much peace. You guys... You know, the scramble of getting out of the house with children, especially. Nobody can find shoes. Things are all over the place. We have a home for it all now. And it brings so much peace and comfort to my heart.
1: I love it. I love this hack so much that, yes, I did text you and say, are you going to talk about this? Because (laughs) I distinctly remember you saying this to me the first time. And I think my brain really did explode. Like, it just was like, why did I never think about that? that? Like, why can't the socks live by the shoes? If the shoes are living by the door, Mm. the socks Mm. should also live by the door. Now, fast forward several years that I've known this hack. Have I adapted this hack for myself? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you permission, Rebecca. This is the year. Free yourself from sock bondage. (laughs) Get you a sock bin. It doesn't even have to be as fancy as a drawer. I have literally used plastic bins in the past as well. Like all kinds of things. Keep it all together there.
1: Well, I do have a little (laughs) basket. I have a little basket on our once was downstairs changing table. And we did keep like little kids socks in there, like baby socks. We did keep some socks in there. And yeah, it's just so helpful. You're not like, oh, gotta go upstairs and get the socks. It's brilliant, Meg. I absolutely love it. Thank you. That means so much to me. What's the third hack that you wanted to share with us? Okay, so this is the one that people ask me about the most consistently on Instagram because I've shared it multiple times. People bring it up. Every single time I share it, people ask questions. And that is using Dawn dish soap and vinegar as a cleaning solution for the shower and tub. Yes. I don't know what it is about this combination. Mm-hmm. Specifically, blue Dawn dish yes. soap. Yes. Mm-hmm. When it is combined with vinegar, it just magically, magically clears up hard water stains that our town has really hard water, you know, just like stuck on like grime from your shower. It works
0: so well. Yes. Yes. I'm here to testify. I learned this from you. I use it often, especially our downstairs shower is just so prone to getting so grimy. This is a miracle worker hack that has genuinely changed our cleaning life.
1: It's amazing. So this is how you do it. It's a one to one ratio. So when I use it in my bathtub shower combo, I usually I'll start with one cup of each. So I end up combined together two cups of solution. I put it into a spray bottle. You spray it on everywhere that you want it to sit and then let it sit for at least an hour. But the longer, the better. Honestly, you can let it sit for several hours. You want to ventilate the room as much as possible. So open up a window or use the vent in your bathroom. And then you're just going to scrub, scrub, scrub. But you don't need to like, I used products before where I would just be scrubbing like the Dickens. It's not that bad. Like you need to like scrub, but it's not like the solution itself does the job. Yes. You're not dependent on the elbow grease. Right. Yes. Yes. Then, if you have any really stubborn hard water stains, you can use a credit card or like a gift card, some sort of plastic edge. You can use that to scrape along, and that will lift up anything that is being kind of stubborn. Okay. And then you want to rinse really, really well because this stuff is slippery. And the next person who goes uh-huh. to take a shower could end up on their bum real fast. Now, one word of caution for you. (laughs) Think about how you're going to rinse this off before you do it. Because Mm. I have an internet friend who sent me some frantic boxer messages that were like, Rebecca, (laughs) I need some help. I don't know what to do. I clean a friend's house on the side for a living. And I sprayed this stuff everywhere in their stand-up shower. And they don't have a removable spray nozzle for the shower. And I can't figure out how I'm going to wipe this stuff
0: off. Oh, no. Yeah. I think that's a very good caveat. It absolutely does need to be in an area where you can pretty freely spray it down because like wiping it down is not going to give you the same effect, I feel like.
1: Yes. So when I use it in my bathtub shower combo, I cover the entire tub. And I do maybe like the bottom foot or so of the shower tile. I don't necessarily go all the way up the tile. Yeah. And then I just use like a little bucket or something to kind of like yeah help guide the water. Yeah. But I think she had it like way high. Oh no. It took her hours oh. with a bucket of like filling. And splashing and filling. Oh, and bless splashing. Oh. I know. It's such a tragic story. Yes. That oh. shower was really clean when she was done. Uh-huh. Yeah. But man, oh man, okay. I don't think she's ever going to do that again. So okay. she was like, just,
0: y'all can never use the shower again, just so you know. <laughs> exactly. So first
1: time you do it, maybe you just start with the floor. Yeah, Or the tub. Yeah. You know, don't go too high up the walls because you just need to think through yes. <laughs> the rinsing process.
0: Yes. Think through the ventilation too, because the fumes off of this can be a little powerful, I feel like. And I can't remember if you said this at the top when you were started to talk, started to talk about it, but it's like equal parts, right? Of Blue Dawn yes, yes. and vinegar, like white vinegar. Yeah.
1: Yes. One to one ratio. So I use one cup of each. Yeah. Oh, because I've seen this hack around. Like I didn't invent this. Like people do this. I saw a lot on TikTok people adding baking soda to it or people heating up the solution, the vinegar. Okay. Like, I don't know why. Like you don't need to do either of those things.
0: I don't do those things. And this works fantastic. It really does. It really does. Okay. Last one for me has to do with removing those sticky adhesive tags that come on things, anything from like, a new set of dishes or a picture frame. Picture frames are like the biggest culprit, I feel like, of this. Anything that you've gotten that has that difficult to remove adhesive, like price tag on it. I learned this hack many, and I mean many, a year ago when I was in high school. I worked at a little boutique, a little gift store in our hometown. And we sold a lot of things like picture frames and other things that would have these tags on them. We had a huge workstation in the back for wrapping gifts. People often would come in and buy baby shower gifts or wedding shower gifts, and they would want to have it wrapped and then take it with them. And so back in that gift wrap station, we had bottles of lighter fluid. Believe it or not, a little drop of lighter fluid on one, just right on top of one of those sticky adhesive price tags. You do that you get a paper towel, you can scrape it right off. Now, That works great, but I will say most people, I don't know if I should say most people, it's maybe more uncommon to have a bottle of lighter fluid sitting around in your house. (laughs) I don't, I don't have any. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it's pretty easy to find, but a lot of times people just don't have that on hand. You don't want to have to go to the store just to get something to get this tag off. So one thing that most people do have on hand these days, Rebecca, is hand sanitizer. So you can also use a little hand sanitizer on top of one of those sticky, sticky tags, let it sit for just a minute and then you can take your paper towel and kind of just like use your thumbnail with the paper towel and you can just scrape it right off. It's so much easier. Now with both of these methods, after you're done, especially if you are doing glass, like on a picture frame or something like that, You may have to get your Windex and kind of tidy up where it came off, but you're not going to have those like scraped off adhesive sticky things left behind, which are so annoying. So, so annoying. Yes. So that's a little hack that has served me so well through the years.
1: Have you seen the hack on TikTok for that? That says that sticky gets off sticky and you take a piece of tape, you put a piece of tape on it Hmm. and then you rip the tape off and then it comes
0: off. I have not seen that. I'm curious. I will give it a try.
1: Well, I tried it. It did not work. I don't know if it was. (laughs) I don't know if it was just like my price tag or my tape or whatnot. But again, it was one of those things like with people with the butter with me where I was like, I'm seeing you do this and I still don't believe you. And then I tried it and it didn't work. So I don't know. Maybe I just did it wrong. (laughs) Next time I'll try hand sanitizer.
0: That one really does work. Okay, so those were our small hacks that have made big impacts on our life. We're going to take a quick break. When we come right back, we're going to share some hacks from the awesomes. Okay, friends, spring is in the air. Maybe you want to get outside and get some fresh air or turn your attention to some projects around the house, which leaves way less time for planning out a week's worth of meal plans and doing the grocery shopping. And that's why you're going to love every plate. You can experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's best value meal kit. At every plate, you get meals that you'll enjoy and your bank account will love, and it's all delivered right to your door. Every plate dinners are the cheaper alternative to takeout or delivery, and recipes come together in about 30 minutes. It's definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store and starting a meal from scratch. We have absolutely loved every order we've gotten from every plate. The meals are so simple to make, and they're all incredibly kid-friendly. With five kids, you know we've got some picky ones in the bunch, but we've never had a kid turn down one of our meals from every plate. And it's so incredibly affordable, even for a big family like ours. Because even at regular price, every plate is up to 58% cheaper than other major meal kits out there. So right now, you guys can go get three weeks of every plate meals for only $2.99 per meal, by going to everyplate.com and entering code AWESOME3. That's three weeks of Every Plate Meals for only 2 dollars per meal when you go to everyplate.com and enter code AWESOME and the number 3. Go check it out right now, everyplate.com, enter code AWESOME3. All right, friends, if you're doing a little spring cleaning, maybe you're spring cleaning your sock drawer right now, if you need to do a little refresh, you know I'm going to send you over to get you some Bombas. Bombas make the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. They have literally rethought every little detail of the socks that we wear to make them way more comfortable. We love Bombas socks in my house and a couple of us in this family are a little bit sensitive to sensory details. We love that Bombas has gotten rid of that annoying toe seam and just generally made socks that are incredibly comfortable to wear. But these socks do more than keep feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community because for every pair of socks you purchase. Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of over 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes a small comfort that's especially important right now. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off of your first purchase at bombas.com slash awesome. That's dot com slash awesome for 20% off of your first purchase. Bombas.com slash awesome. All right, Rebecca, we asked in our sort of awesome hangout group on Facebook, hey, awesomes, what hacks do you have that are just like little little things that have made a huge impact on the awesome level in your life? We pulled out some of our favorites, even the ones we're not going to share on this show. We're going to be sharing these later on our social media because you guys had so many great small hacks that we know will make a big impact on lives. So we pulled out a few of our favorites. Rebecca, what were some of the ones that stood out to you?
1: Okay. And once again, we're going to play a game of whose name does Rebecca butcher the <laughs> most? <laughs> I think I really messed them up big time last time. <laughs> so we'll just dig on in. Okay. So, Andrea. Caitlin, hey, Oh, yes. Go cool with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. She says to get my kids to wash their hands when they were little, I had two different scents of hand soap at each sink. And I would have them quiz me after they washed their hands to see if I could guess which one they used, the red soap or the yellow soap. I would often guess wrong just to make them laugh. And they found it hilarious. That is so smart. It's so smart. Yes. Isaac is four years old. And he's of the stage where it's like, did he wash his hands? I mean, it's really hit or miss. But if we had turned it into a game, I can see him doing it every single time.
0: Yeah, so smart. I'm glad you mentioned that one. Andrea had another one that I have to mention because I think this is so smart too. Andrea, this is not her first rodeo with kids step. She keeps two layers of mattress covers on her kid's bed. So the layers go mattress pad, top sheet, mattress pad, top sheet. So if the sheets have to be changed in the middle of the night, because of whatever's happened in the middle of the night, when you do not want to be changing sheets, you just peel that top set off. Boom. There you go. Fresh, clean bed for the kid to sleep on. I have never been that innovative. I'm glad I have really one child left who's sort of still in the, might have a middle of the night vest phase because I'm totally going to do this. I would always just be like, well, here, let's just like put some towels over this until the morning. <laughs> this is so much worse. Sanitary and so much more kind. So thank you, Andrea. I'm totally
1: <laughs> doing that. <laughs> oh goodness, Alyssa Maxwell says I keep a stack of IKEA trays in our kitchen, and we use them for any projects, especially messy ones. But even if a kid is cutting out snowflakes, having them work over a tray makes the cleanup so much easier. Or at least it's easier to move their project to a different spot when we need the table for meals. I love that. Yes,
0: that is so, so smart and so efficient. I love that. So great.
1: So many times I've told the kids, okay, okay, we got to clean off the table. And if they could just like lift up a tray, move it somewhere else.
0: Brilliant. Absolutely love that. Yeah. Another parenting one for kiddos in camp, which maybe, hopefully, I believe that we'll get to go back to camps someday. Melanie Bailey said when her kids go to summer camp, she puts their stuff in a three drawer, like stair dresser. She like packs it into the dresser and then it just sits at the end of their bunk. It's already organized and the drawers, she says are easy to transport back and forth. I thought that was so brilliant. Another one that she mentioned that I do, and this is a change your life for traveling with kids. I cannot imagine traveling with kids, even if it's for an overnight at grandma and grandpa's house without this hack. This is what Melanie said. I do the same thing. Put the outfits for each day together in a large Ziploc bag. Everything they need for the day, the top, the bottom, the socks, the underwear, label it for the day. I do the same with pajamas. So they'll have like their Monday day clothes, Monday night clothes, Tuesday day clothes, Tuesday night clothes. It's all right there together, especially for kids who are like old enough to read, or you could even color code for younger kids. It's all in your suitcase. It's all bagged up. It's so much less stressful when you're actually in your destination. You're not digging through suitcases. Where were the shorts that went with this top? Where's anybody's underwear? It's all organized right there together. I love that hack.
1: I think we've all heard the horror stories of like the son who comes home from camp and doesn't have any dirty underwear, right? Yes. Like like this has got to eliminate that problem. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Okay. I have two different food related hacks. Okay. The first one is from Janie Stauffer and she says, store washed cut celery in a mason jar with an inch of water in the bottom to keep it crisp and ready to eat so smart my celery is always getting all limpy yes so this is perfect limpy no nobody that's not right.
0: nobody wants that limp <laughs> celery rebecca no
1: <laughs> okay i'm falling apart here okay this next one really stood out to me kate nixon and ania okay so kate says i eat a lot of pistachios and i use the shell of the ones I've already eaten to pry apart the ones that are shut too tight to get open. Okay, there you go. This is speaking my language because I recently went through a little kick of eating pistachios and I legit threw some away because I just could not figure out how to get them open. Right? So I am trying this one next time. Thank yes. you
0: Kate. Okay, here's kind of an unglamorous hack from Heather Nickerson. She said it's kind of unglamorous, but she cleans out the fridge and has her kids go out in the yard and pick up dog poop, basically. She does all of that the day before her trash is collected, the day before trash day, so that your old food, your old limp celery, your old leftovers, and the dog poop from the yard, it's not just sitting there stinking up your garbage cans all week. She said, this is especially important in the middle of summer. I feel you on this, Heather. It drives me crazy to have yuck. It just like sitting there just... Emitting terrible fumes, and it gets so bad in the summer. I do the same thing too. Just the big day before trash day, we just go through and clean all the things that need to go out to the trash cans. So, That's so smart. Yeah,
1: a lot of the hacks I saw were doing things that helped eliminate like the mental labor. Mm. You know, all this energy that we spend trying to remember and stay organized with all the things, and so Megan. DeFreitz, she had one that says, maybe everybody does this. I set recurring reminders on my phone to remind me to do things I need to do monthly or annually. So she gave some examples like, remind me on the first of the month to give the dog his heartworm. Mm. Remind me on the first Saturday of the month to water the succulents. Remind me every November 13th to send a card to somebody whose spouse passed away. So then she says, then my phone acts as a second brain. So I don't have to remember these things on my own.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so smart. I love the Reminders app. There's so many great ways you can use it. And we've talked about the burden of emotional labor, mental labor that many women carry. If you can hand some of those tasks off to your phone, that is a genius hack. I am in love with that. Speaking of things that you can do on your phone to make your life a little better, this hack comes from Katie Cobb, one of the co-hosts and co-creators of the Currently Reading podcast we reference them often because they are awesomes and that podcast is awesome. But Katie said, "My favorite hack is to figure out your audiobook style to work reading into the parts of your day that often feel wasted." So she said, "Folding laundry, maybe you like narrative nonfiction. Washing dishes, perhaps you like YA fantasy. Once you know the type of audio that works for you, pick an app that uses a slider to adjust the speed and very slightly bump that speed up a bit, maybe to 1.1 or 1.2 times faster. That change alone automatically gets you through books 20% faster. So Katie's often talked about on Currently Reading that this is one of her secrets to getting so many books read, is she listens to a lot of books as she's going about her day, And she adjusts the speed up just a little bit, not to the point where you like are distracted by the voice, the narration sounding too fast, but just giving it a little bit of a bump, it's gonna eliminate some of the pauses. It's just gonna give it just a little bit more speed. And before you know it, you're just tearing through those books during your day. So I love that one from Katie.
1: Kelly Suspan says, I have a mug in our living room designated for random tiny things. Yes, Whenever we find a random Lego, screw, board game piece, etc. lying around the house, we stick it in there. You can go looking if you're looking for something that's in there. Otherwise, we just empty it when it gets full and it saves lots of time and frustration when tidying up. Yeah, Amen. I need this hack in my
0: life today. Yes, I had noted that one as well. Okay. Now, a couple of people mentioned hacks that they have learned from Go Clean Co, which I have talked about on the show, like they're wildly popular. On Instagram, they have so many great housekeeping and house cleaning tips. So Laura Kohler said that when she learned from Go clean Co. is to vacuum the bathroom before you clean it. I've started doing this because of Go clean Co. too. It's so smart. She says, there's always so much hair in my bathroom. It's so much easier to vacuum it up dry than to try to pick it up with a cloth when it's wet. And I totally agree. I incorporated this into my life. I mean, there's me, there's my two teenage daughters. There's a lot of stray hair that floats about the house. And, you know, bathrooms just like attract dust and dirt. You're going to get, especially as we move into spring and summer, kids are coming in from outside. It's so much easier to just go in and use your vacuum. I use the vacuum hose and just zip, zip, zip zip real fast before we do the actual cleaning. Makes a huge difference.
1: So Ashley Pittman has one that's about like doing things in batch. Mm, mm -hmm. And, you know, that's like a very common way, productivity tip, batch record something, you know, make multiple batches of one item of food, you know, do it all together. So she does this with her kids. She says, I have my kids make birthday cards for family twice a year. And I put them in date order in envelopes with a stamp ready to mail out. And then I mark my calendar when it needs to be mailed.
0: Love so smart that that is so stinking smart. Again, I think that goes right back to that emotional labor thing. Usually, moms and wives are the ones who are like, "Okay, let's make sure the cards get sent. Do it in a batch." That is brilliant. Love it. I love it. Okay, well, we're about to wrap up. I did have one more from an awesome who would remain anonymous, but her advice is stellar. This is a great hack, nonetheless. She said, "Go ahead and schedule sex. Put it on your calendar if you need to." It can still be romantic, even when it's not spontaneous. And maybe it'll happen more often that way. So I think that's a good place to leave off, Rebecca. We had so much fun. Like I said, you guys, but there were so many hacks. We did not get to look for those on our social media this week because we have got tons more to share. But in the meantime, Rebecca, again, if people want to find you on Instagram or if they just want to find you all around the web, where can we go to find you? Well, sure. My website is simplyrebecca.com. And then if you follow me specifically
1: on Instagram at Simply Rebecca, then you can get caught up on all my past small hack, big impact tips, as well as being sure that you won't miss any of the future ones that I share.
0: Love it. Yes. Okay. Well, if you want to find me on social media, I'm at Sorta Awesome Meg in all of the places. And if you want to find the show, just search us at Sorta Awesome Show. We will be there ready to greet you with open arms. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. And we'll see y'all next time.